0: Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for worship here today. It's an absolute delight to be with you. Uh, Tis the season, we are finally in that time of the year where we are uh, legally allowed to listen to Christmas music. So uh, it is wonderful and we begun that today with uh, our choir. Just absolutely beautiful. Uh, Thank you all for that. Uh, If you uh, normally attend Hope each year, uh, you often will probably remember that we have uh, our Hope Kids singing in church the next couple weeks. So if you normally come on a Wednesday Wednesday, if you're virtual with us here today or uh, any other day, please make sure you're here next week. We'll have three, four hundred kids up here uh, singing their little hearts out. Uh, So we are excited for that. Uh, thinking about this time of the year as to where we're at for Christmas. It's a very special time of the year for all of us, but uh, particularly for my wife Jade and I. uh, This year, uh, thinking of all the kids singing in church, this year is uh, very special for us because we're expecting our first uh, little baby uh, who will be born in March. Yeah. Thank you. So... Pray for us, because uh, a cause, uh, little girl, so I uh, don't know anything about how to raise a little girl, but we're going to figure it out, so it'll be great. Uh, in celebration of this, I was trying to think, all right, what do you buy a little girl for Christmas? I was raised in a house full of, of brothers. There's no ladies other than my mom and our dog, and so I tried to figure out, like, how do you, how do, you uh, do this for uh, a little girl? So I looked up online, what are the most, like, prominent gifts for uh, little girls Uh, in 2022. And here's some that I found. The first one is the Barbie Dream Camper. Uh, This is like the most extra thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, It's an RV with all these little things. You can climb up what seems to be a pole to go down uh, the slide just to do it all over again. I don't know. It might be a ladder. Even so, it looks a little too complicated for me. So I thought, ah, we'll, we'll skip this one this year. Let's go to the next. This one's my personal favorite. It's called the Got2Glow Fairy Finder, okay? What is that, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Uh, This toy is a jar designed to search for virtual fairies. Similar in concept to Pokemon or Tamagotchi, kids search for their little winged bffs wherever they roam once caught they function as digital pets i was like that's a fun little addition Uh, each jar offers 30 virtual fairies to find for 100 in all fairies can even be traded among friends Man, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know it does. I haven't played with fairies ever, so uh, this was something, though, that got me excited for a little girl. Uh, The final one I would like to share for us today is a 4.7 star dollhouse. And uh, I noticed the first thing that came up was it's $100 off, which means it's still over $100, so (laughs) there's that. But don't worry, it only takes up your entire living room, so... uh, probably going to stick with the fairy friends for this year, I think. We all have our things we want for Christmas. We all have our gifts that we we want to receive, that we want to give. I have mine too. But for just a second here this morning, I want to invite you just to consider with me the true core of what it is that we're celebrating this Advent Christmas season. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. This is the theme of this season for us. For unto us, A child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called everlasting father miraculous god prince of peace and this is who our god is this is who it is who we're going to be celebrating this christmas season 700 years before jesus christ was even born isaiah wrote these words about him in preparation for today my wife jade and i just marveled at this text this text does not make sense outside of jesus christ 700 years before he was even born it's unmistakable that isaiah was talking about jesus so what exactly was isaiah telling us about jesus He was telling us a whole lot, and that's what we're going to dive into this season of Advent. We're going to be looking at these different pieces. If you normally come on Sunday, we invite you, please keep coming Sunday. Uh, But we also invite you, come on Wednesday. We're going to have different sermons, uh, Wednesday and Sunday, so we'll get a chance to unpack the whole text. But what we're going to focus on here this morning is that a son has been given. Unto us a son has been given and trying to think of the many directions we could go with this the the two that i think will be most helpful for us here today is that a son has been given to us and a son has been given for us son given to us this is cause for celebration for us here today and a son given for us is cause for invitation and so i want to invite you let's begin to look at this a son given to us this is the celebration what does this mean for us today Luke chapter 2, verse 11 through 12. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you that you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So what does it mean that a son has been given to you? There will be many gifts this Christmas that will be given, many gifts that will be received. But the greatest gift that's ever been given and the one that we continue to celebrate year after year is the gift of God to each and every one of us, of his one and only Son, Jesus Christ. Simply put, this is the meaning of Christmas, that Jesus is the majesty of God lying in a manger. He's the fullness of God in helpless babe. He's the light of the world who shines in the darkness. If you think about those old words from that old Christmas hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, it goes this way. O little town of Bethlehem, How still we see thee lie Above thy deep and dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in the dark streets shineth The everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. The fullness of God, the hope of the world, found in Jesus. Consider with me this morning how did those in his day respond? How did the shepherds respond to such news? They celebrated through the glorifying and praising of his name. How did the angels respond to such news? They celebrated through the singing of heavenly music. How did the wise men respond to such news? They celebrated through the giving of their gifts to King Jesus, of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We see that throughout human history through all human pasts jesus christ in his birth has always and continues to be cause for celebration and so let me ask you here today how will you celebrate jesus this advent season how will you celebrate that in the midst of a broken sinful chaotic world that a son has been given to you The greatest part about this is that receiving any gift is it's not an obligation, but it's cause for celebration. Therefore, may every gift that we give this Christmas, may every gift that we receive be in celebration of King Jesus. May every word that we say be in celebration of Jesus. May every song that we sing be in celebration of Jesus. May every laugh that we have be in celebration of Jesus. May every bit of food that we eat, may everything that we do this Christmas season be in celebration of Jesus, for a son has been given to you. This is celebration. And so what about the second half? We see, yes, Jesus has been given to us as celebration, but also we recognize that a son has been given for you this is the invitation i want to begin by saying that for pretty much all my life i have viewed christmas only through the lens of celebration which it is celebration but it wasn't until i began to view christmas through the lens of invitation that everything changed for me that it was game over because christmas changed from a holiday i celebrated once a year to a relationship i was invited into every single day It's not just once a year, it is every day. And this becomes incredibly personal for all of us here today because we look around at the world around us and all we see is hurt. We see pain, we see sin, sickness. We see death, we see war, we see division, we see hatred. But what we acknowledge in this time of Advent is that 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 sin, that brokenness doesn't just exist out there. But that same sin, that same brokenness exists in here in each and every one of us today. That sin exists in me, and that sin exists in you. And what we acknowledge on this day is that Jesus is the one and only one who can save us from that sin. The government's not going to save us from our problem. Our world leaders, our people of influence, of power, not even ourselves are able to save us from the greatest problem that we have it is only jesus christ through his perfect life lived and his sinner's death on the cross you see jesus christ was born so that he could die and he laid down his life so that we might live we all need this jesus today not just one day but 365 days out of the year Because Jesus is the only one who can do what we often confess, who can forgive us of our sin, who can cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Jesus is the only one who can bring us from a place of being dead in our sin, condemned by our sin, to a place of being fully justified before his throne of grace there's no other name under heaven by which we are saved it is all about jesus he's not just a reason for the season jesus is the reason for the season it's not just happy holidays it is merry christmas it's all about jesus and so what does that mean for us today it means that the good news of jesus is that jesus did not just come for christmas but Jesus came for the cross. Jesus was born so that he could die. But this is good news for us today. This is cause for celebration and invitation because we look to Jesus and we remember that his very life was given willingly and freely for you. Luke chapter 22, verse 19. And he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my life body given for you do this in remembrance of me john 3:16 for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have eternal life john 10:11 i am the good shepherd the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep John 10, 14 through 15, again he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as my father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. John 10, 18, no one has taken it from me, but I lay it down in my own accord, on my own initiative. Galatians 2, 20, I've been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live, it is Christ who lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, and there it is again, gave himself up for me. Ephesians 5.25, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. 1 Timothy 1, 15, here's a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. 1 Timothy 2, 5-6, for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, the testimony given at the proper time. 1 John 3:16 We know love by this that he laid down his life for us and we also in that same way ought to lay our lives down for one another our brothers and sisters. And 1 John 5:11 This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Jesus was not a victim on the cross. But through his resurrection became victorious over the cross. The good news of Christmas is that his life and his death and his resurrection fill you and I with an unmatchable hope, unmatchable joy, unmatchable peace for all eternity. That this is for you. Did you hear that today? He was given for you. It's not just for your coworkers. Jesus is not just for your parents or your kids or siblings. Jesus is not just for your friends. He's not just for radicals somewhere. He's not just for Christians. He is for you. It doesn't matter your race, it doesn't matter your sex. It doesn't matter your socioeconomic background or your family history. The only thing he is saying as an invitation to us today is my life has been given for you. And so we have two questions we have to answer today. first one we've already asked, how are we going to celebrate Jesus this Advent season? Here's the second question. God has given you a son. Have you received his son? Have you received Jesus today? Just like any gift that someone gives, the offer is always extended when they're giving, but what we need to do is actively receive the gift, otherwise, it's just sitting there. Let me ask it this way Is Jesus number one for you? Someone you, you celebrate one day a year, but have as your 365th priority. Or is Jesus someone you celebrate 365 days in a year and you have as his first priority? It's all about placing Jesus first. He was given for you. And you see, in Jesus, God is inviting us into a whole new way of life. He's inviting us into a new life. In Jesus, God is inviting us into his eternal family. In Jesus, God is inviting each and every one of us to eternal peace, eternal hope, eternal joy in a world that has forgotten what that looks like. And in Jesus, God is offering us himself. Man, if we could boil all of Christianity down to one statement, that's it. It's all about God reconciling us to himself. In the garden, our sin separated us from God, but in Jesus Christ, he has redeemed us through his bloodshed for us on a cross. It is all about his bloodshed for us that redeems even the worst of sinner. No matter what you've done, no matter how bad you think you are, no matter how good you think you are, we all need Christ and he has given himself for us and has justified us freely by his grace. And so today, we rejoice knowing that a son has been given to us and a son has been given for us his name is emmanuel god with us amen let's pray father we thank you today for jesus that in the midst of the brokenness of this life in the midst of our sin in the midst of our rebellion christ came And it gave us celebration, a cause to rejoice, but also cause for invitation. Lord, to know that no matter where we are in life, no matter what our past has been, today we are each approached with the same invitation to renew that relationship with Jesus Christ and walk in newness of life. So Father, I pray if anyone is without that relationship today, I pray that you would draw them in, that you would... Allow them, Lord, to find forgiveness of sin, find fullness of life, and all redemptive power that's all found at the foot of the cross. We ask this all in Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, Amen. amen.